0: Back.
1: Welcome to the last Boy Scouts podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Danny. And I'm
0: Tyler. We're super excited to have you join us for another episode, whether you're uh, catching us on uh, your favorite podcast uh, preview area or you're you're hitting the, the YouTube, we just appreciate a little bit of your attention.
1: Yeah. We're going to start with the cheers. Cheers, for sure. Cheers, brother.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We just got out of some monster rolls tonight. Yeah, monster roll twenty rounds. Twenty
1: rounds. It was good. We usually I don't, usually don't stay for twenty rounds on uh, Thursday because um, I go to work four o'clock in the morning and uh, get off, go teach two kids classes, and then usually stay for adult class. But man, uh, Nick showed up and
0: yeah, when the black belt <laughs> he, shows up, you want to be there.
1: He's such got such a good presence on the mat, like. Uh. When he comes on the mat, you can feel that everybody's energy changes yep. and, and everybody knows that like you have to up your game when he's on the mat. So you can feel that everybody's kind of like, um, preventing or, or holding on to a little bit just cause they know they have to go with him. Right. And he right. can make you move and which, do a lot of things to you.
0: Which brings us to our topic, right? Little yeah. sips and save your grips. Little That's
1: sips, a, save your grips. That's a, so we, we I, like that.
0: Yeah. And I know that we were, we promised a, a guest for Jiu Jitsu Lifestyle Part Three. I think we're going to save that because we've had some, uh, we've had some things come up that we're, we just, we just really want to rap about. Right. And ultimately, we don't want to become a Jiu Jitsu podcast, although we're always likely going to be talking about it. Yeah. Um, I really do think we want to serve men's mental health, uh, men's issues, yeah. and those kind of things. But for us right now, Jiu-Jitsu is the way we work through a lot of those issues. It is.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we we can always like reference back to Jiu-Jitsu and right. have like little tidbits from jujitsu or a little tidbit from a professor that we can throw in there. Yeah. But like you said, we don't want to be a Jiu-Jitsu podcast. That's not kind of our platform.
0: No. I mean, yeah, it is. A, it's a huge part of our lifestyle. In fact, we had this amazing opportunity to meet with Master Sauer. It was awesome. This Tuesday.
1: Man, we are so lucky that that was our... We talked about this before lineage, but um, if you don't know uh, Master Sauer, Pedro Sauer, unassuming, unassuming when you meet him, such a nice guy. When he talks to you, he's like, has this really cool way of delivery, like this really cool delivery. And when he talks to you, Tripp and I were talking about this on the way home. He makes you believe that he knows you. Yeah, he has that really good gift, right. and I think like I want to develop that. Oh yeah, I want yeah. people to think that I that like that I'm there that that I really am that, that I really am your friend. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and I mean he, he takes everyone in his association under his wing. He was really pushing for affiliate days amongst his association those yeah. people that prescribe to his flavor yeah. of jujitsu, his academies or, yeah. or his associate. Like it, it's really it is an association. It's yep. a, the Pedro Sour. Uh, under Gracie Jiu Jitsu Association.
1: Yeah. So, a little backstory. Um, he was born and raised in Rio de Janeiro. He told us about that. And he did other martial arts, but his best friend or his good friend just happened to be Hicks and Gracie. Right. Could you imagine that, you're, that yeah. later on in life, you're like, you know, you meet, you're 15 years old and that's your friend and you're like, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you're getting into trouble right. surfing and all that stuff. And he's his friend. Right. Yeah. And in the um, Hickson was telling him all the time, like, come to come do Jiu Jitsu, come yeah. do this Jiu Jitsu that we're doing. And finally, eventually, uh, Master Sauer goes and his instructors, Helio and Hickson. And he said, my partner for the first however many years, I can't remember what he said. It was like 20 years. Yeah his partner was Hicks and Gracie. That's right. who he went to which, train with,
0: which in reality, that's through his black belt, right? Up yeah. until you get your black belt, you are training with basically the, the seeds of, of what is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, right. right? The original, the original,
1: the originals, the OGs. The OGs. <laughs> oh, <geez. Yeah.
0: laughs> Man, he, I, I, loved that he was, um, like the first thing that out of his mouth was white belt mentality, <laughs> white belt mentality. <laughs> yeah. Right. And because we've, 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 push that topic so much here on the podcast and and have it just reinforced. You're just like, I get it. You bring that mentality with you in any aspect of your life that I'm constantly learning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everything he said was, we're going to talk about this as a white belt. Mm -hmm. I'm going to approach this and remember we're white belts. Yeah. And eventually he gets his black belt from Helio and also from Hickson because Hickson was he was he was a big part of uh hickson's life that he gets a black belt from both of them and he in, in, of his lineage he's one of only 16 black belts awarded by master helio gracie wow. he only gave 16 black belts and uh pedro Sauer's one of those guys
0: so the author of the bible here helio yeah right there you probably can't see <laughs> it here if you're on the youtube you can see there it is there's the bible. Yep. So the the man that authored the Bible here, the the Jiu Jitsu Bible,
1: yeah, and he talked about a little bit about like um, his how he ended up in Utah, but he comes to Utah in 1990. It's like December, and he comes in the cold. Yeah, living from he went from uh, Brazil to California with Hickson to start um, helping Hickson run his schools out there in California, and then he comes to Utah, and he there was some of the black belts that he actually started with at that seminar, which is in itself is such a cool idea because we're standing looking at these black belts that we know Mm -hmm. that we don't even feel like are this hierarchy of black belts. And when you're training jiu-jitsu, like you almost lose sight because you're around them so often that these guys are like the, the royalty of Utah, you know? Yeah. And our professor, Mike Diaz, is in that lineage of people that he he gives a black that, that he awarded black belts to right. He's and in a main trunk. He is like a main a main branch, a big branch, a big branch, and and he talked about that. But one of the things that uh, Master Sour is uh, known for is everybody knows about the Gracie combat or the Gracie fights, and that's where they would test their the Gracie system against other martial arts and you could come in and you could challenge, um, a Gracie black belt or a Gracie fighter and you, they would have these, these little fights and, and that you tested yourself, your skill against their skill. And they wanted to prove that their, their skill was, was valuable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in Utah, um, master Sauer ends up in 1994 ish fights, um, Mr. Utah Lance bachelor. Yeah, and he's a huge um, weightlifter.
0: Which I mean, a big dude, not super tall. And you can you can Google the video. I watched the video earlier today, and then I watched uh, Master Sour break down the video, and I learned some interesting tidbits, which I'll interject as you tell the story here. Sure.
1: And um, it, we're gonna put the link on our on our website. We're gonna put the sure. link with yeah. our social media stuff, just because I think it's a it's cool. It, it's really interesting to watch this this fight happened. And if you're a jiu-jitsu practitioner, you'll understand that he's self-defense, fully self-defense. Yes. And his only strikes are just to advance position. Yep. Right. And so he ends up fighting Lance and arm bars him in the fight. And there's so many things that are happening and they describe what's going on. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and literally the moves that he uses are straight from the white to blue test really the the moves that you would use right that close the distance as he's opening up the fight The close the distance right the few strikes that he does you know land are you know just to to enhance his position and ultimately we know he wants to get it to the ground right He, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to stand with you know mr utah because he's a he's a huge barrel chested dude yeah and uh you know it's interesting because he didn't he had never seen this person before they happened to be going to a radio station here in Utah, and um, you know somebody had lined up uh, Pedro to or Master Sauer to to talk about Jiu Jitsu on this on the local radio here in Utah. Right, and um, that's when kind of the fight kind of started happening. There was this this bodybuilder that was kind of saying like he didn't think that he he thought it was all size and muscle. Right. Size, size and muscle will always brute force will always. <laughs> um, You know, win the day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. And for those of us in this uh, art, we always have to remember that it's a martial art, Mm -hmm. that it is a martial art. And um, Master Sauer was saying that our number one job is to keep our body healthy. Yeah. And in the fight, he does a really good job of taking no damage, Mm -hmm. no damage. And there's blood on the gi, but it's not from him.
0: I mean, he didn't really even look like he was out of breath. Yeah. Like I got done with training today and I'm like, I tried to use (laughs) what he said on Tuesday to like, you know, save 35% so you can come back tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's always kind of my goal, right? I don't want to burn myself out. I'm 40 years old, 40 plus years old. And, you know, I, I want to be, I want, I see myself as a black belt someday. And so I want to save that energy. So I have it, you know, for those, those younger guys and, You, you definitely feel that, that when they talk about the white belt spazzy, it's the lack of skill and the, the exertion of force right. and pure muscle.
1: And you think that that's going to do what, and, and that, and you can see Lance, um, in this fight, believe that he's going to be able to overpower and outstrength Master Sour. Yeah. And there is little to no exertion that's, that Master Sour does and... At the end of the day, we we that's how we want to approach life. We want to always have something extra in the gas tank, and he talked about that, like you just said. Yeah, he talked about that extensively. Save your body, save some save some gas to come back for tomorrow, because at the end of the day, we need you on the mats, yeah. right? Yeah. And in um, at the he he does beat Lance and. You can kind of watch the video and there's some excitement. There's some, there's some controversy at the end because I don't think Lance wanted to own up to what happened. Mm-hmm. And when you Google that or you watch it, you can go to Reddit and see like some of the controversy that yeah. came out of it. And it's, you'll watch the video and you're like, that's not true. In,
0: in the, in the breakdown video that I watch of, of Master Sauer kind of talking about it, he says he heard, he heard his elbow pop, right? He heard the elbow pop. He, he knew it was injured and or broken. Right. And and Lance probably wasn't aware that he had hurt him. So maybe he, you know, I don't, I don't know. I haven't read much of that controversy on Reddit or anything yeah. like that, but you can tell when you've, you, you can feel, you know, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> you if it's know. happened to you, if you've been in that position, you know, you, you're you in a precarious position.
1: Yeah. And um, just so we wrapped it up with a uh, master sour, when you meet him, it's, it's awesome. And I'm sure that that that's with every um jiu-jitsu practitioner at that level they really are unassuming mm-hmm. they talk very quietly and they say that the best way to self-defense against a fight is to walk away walk away
0: well i loved i loved he told so many stories he's a he's a he's such a such an order such a troubadour he does he tells all these stories about you know taking people to brazil and taking him to the, the statue of christ <laughs> yeah. and like how this young man is trying to hustle this this bunch of uh tourists that that Master Sauer is is kind of guiding around the statue and, you know, um, the police show up and the police are like, you know who you're messing with, right? (laughs) Like to this, to this hoodlum, this street hood that thinks he's tough stuff. You know, the police who've trained jujitsu there in Brazil are like that. He's like a coral belt in jujitsu. He's like, you should beat him up. You should have (laughs) just, I should have just let you beat him up. We'll walk away.
1: We'll walk away. It was awesome. And, uh, he ends up, he, he got, um, In 2005, he was awarded the best jiu-jitsu teacher. That's what they Mm -hmm. they think he's the best jiu-jitsu teacher. And when you take a seminar from him, he does a really good job of breaking down the technique from the very beginning of a white belt, how a white belt would use it. And as you keep going, he does add on to higher belts. But he showed a technique and I watched all the black belts go and, 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 and then try it because they said, well, I never seen that. Yeah, I never seen him do that before. Right. I never seen how he manipulated the arm, locked the arm, and they were all trying and doing the moves that he was showing. And to me, that's what you want.
0: And that's funny because in the breakdown video, he tells that he, he tells a story about how he's teaching a, 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 a police seminar in Murray high school, uh, down in salt Lake and Lance's coach shows up to the, the seminar and he didn't, he had no clue what an arm bar was no clue. And he showed him, you know, the position that he got him in. And, and he still felt like even after showing the coach that the coach had, he wasn't prepared. He wasn't ready. Right. He wasn't ready. And the interesting thing was, is like this fight took place a few weeks after UFC won, oh, the very first UFC. Right. And that's, I think that's kind of what sparked the radio conversation. And that's what sparked this kind of exhibition match. People were kind of, kind of hyped because, um, you know, Gracie wins up a uh, Gracie ends up winning that, right. that, that, uh, ultimate fighter one, right. Which was a wild format back in the day, like crazy w- way different than what we see today. Yeah. Um, but just his, his need to not like, he didn't, he knew he needed, he doesn't need brute force anymore. He mm. doesn't need to flex. He doesn't, he knows he can protect himself. Right. He's built up enough confidence. And that's what you do by showing up to the mats every day. You build up enough self-confidence in your skill and in yourself that, you know, you're mentally tough. Right. That you don't, it, it doesn't affect your nervous system when some young street hood is, is up in your face because you're, you know, you, you've took away his hustle. Right. And that's why walking away is you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, your ego likely won't allow you to do that. If you are not able to really interpret the messages that your nervous system is, is, is telling you, right? right. You get stuck in that fight or flight and you've now got to, I've got to, I got to puff my chest up. Yeah. I got to be, I got to be a man. I got to, I got to, I got to show my virility or I've got to show, yeah. I got to exhibit this have to, masculinity or whatever we want to call whatever that is that machismo, that yeah. bravado right, like you bump chest and, and you know hopefully somebody's level headed enough to, to walk away but if not and it escalates into to violence right you know that you can take care of yourself yeah. and it's, it just becomes something that you don't need anymore
1: yeah, and you don't have, like you said you do not have to prove it, you don't have to show what your strengths are because your friends know your strengths. Right. And your friends are the ones that you practice your techniques with on the mats. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that love you. And, and he kept saying to share information, to share tidbits, to to share jujitsu. Don't hide jujitsu. jitsu And he said, always smile. Either you're gonna have a good day or you're gonna have a great day. And I always think about that because professor told us that one day, um, any day on the mat, you're going to, it's a good day. If you get it, if you get a submission, great day, great day. But if you don't, it's okay. You just had a good day, you know? So not every day is great, but every day is good, you know? And we don't have to, um, like you said, we don't have to go out there and puff our chests and fight every fight. Look for every submission. We need to save our grips mm-hmm. and take little sips
0: take, take, like, <laughs> like eating hot soup <laughs> like eating hot soup what a uh
1: Jeff uh, uh Professor Cran Jeff Cran if you guys uh, don't know him also he uh, uh under uh Master Sour, he moved to Utah just to be with Master Sour yeah. and train and we went to his uh, camp in Florida great guy Jeff Cran we uh we appreciate everything he does but he's the first one that told the story of the soup and the idea is you don't grab a hot bowl of soup and chug it and just yeah. put it in your mouth and burn yes. your mouth. Yeah. What you do is you take little sips right. because that's how you're going to enjoy it and you're not going to burn your mouth. Right. That's the same way you approach jujitsu, just little sips. Yeah. Little sips. And, and he was, uh, Master Sauer was saying, around the edge. Really? Make sure you stay around the edge. <laughs> don't go in the middle because it's, yeah. it's too hot. Yeah. And uh, that, those little tidbits... Those little tiny things that you can pick up from these unassuming individuals is where where we want to go with this with this podcast. Mm-hmm. because uh, Tyler and I, we are not aggressive. I've had moments in my life where and and, and I appreciated what he said about this. He said, the people that you are your friends that you were your friends like when you were aggressive like when I was an aggressive man when I would like to fight go to the bar and everybody knew that I was going to pick a fight and I now looking back at that I'm not a not a big fan of that about myself but he said the people that know you then that knew you then and now that you're doing jujitsu, jitsu they know that there's a difference yeah they know there's a difference in you right and that's jujitsu. jitsu
0: so somebody tell my <laughs> 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 yeah, that's another popular trope that's going around. Somebody told my ex girlfriend that I got my blue belt. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's such a funny one, right? Yeah, and uh, the idea is is when you meet these men, and especially like Tyler and I, we don't know everything, and we're not we're not saying that we know everything, but there is an idea now in certain social media influences where it's all about aggressive and all about aggro and all about I'm the most dominant alpha male figure and you should buy into what I'm selling because I have the plane, I have the girls, I have the, 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 this aggressive personality and I have this tough look and I have all these muscles. And when you sell that picture to young men who are lost mm-hmm. and who don't have the idea that that, that person is also doing the WWE yeah. figurine match, macho man, macho man, Randy Savage. Right. That's still just a persona. Yes. Right. Yeah. And not everybody can reach that level. And I get what they're saying. I understand what some of these people say. Um, but we're unassuming. Yeah we don't have all the answers we've we're still making our own mistakes right yeah and we're in our little environment and our our common unity and i i'm not a i'm not a big figured man i carry myself well i think but i'm not aggressive and i don't want to per- portray that
0: yeah i i think it's it's you know i I don't want to call it toxic masculinity, sure. but it, it, it kind of is old school masculinity in mm-hmm. the sense that it's like, you know, everybody, everybody kind of idolizes the, uh, rip rip from Yellowstone yeah. or, you know what I mean? That like, Oh, I'm going to kick some guy's ass and, you know, nobody can kick my ass or, it's like this, this bullshit bravado, but right. you, this, like it's, it's a, it's a front that you have to put up. And I think, um, recently, you know, I, I sent you a message. Yeah.
1: And, it, and, it, and you were, yeah triggered you.
0: It, it, I was definitely triggered. Yeah. I was definitely triggered. And I think this, the line in that triggered me most was that, um, you know, this coach that I've, I've paid, uh, actually said the world needs less, less compassion. Right. And I'm like, that's bullshit the world has been operating on less compassion for most of uh, our human existence. Right. Right. Um, you know, I don't care what race creed or, or religion or spirituality you subscribe to, uh, at the end of the day, I respect, and I see the divinity in you as a human being and, and I hope that, and, and I respect it and I hope that you do the same. Um, but to, to operate on this machismo of the world needs less compassion is, is bullshit. Yeah, it's absolutely your dad, not asking for directions, teaching you horseshit principles, right? For for a lack of better, lack of better term. And when you see coaches that operate in this manner that operate, um, and I'm going to call out Watson fit. I don't know if anybody's seen him on Instagram. He's a huge dude. He's huge, huge. And he's got millions of followers. He (laughs) reminds me of a Dan Blizzron. Do you remember that remember <laughs> yeah. that character? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like where it's like, and that is part of the problem with the social media to today. And this is why you probably see me posting a lot less. And what I do post, I'm very curated. Um, I'm almost a little intimidated, sure. not, not that I, because I don't want to be this cult of personality. Right. Right. Because the cult of personality, I believe at its core, at its intrinsic core is narcissism. Right. It's protecting my ego. Right. Right. I don't care about you unless you listen and do what I say. Right. I don't care about you. Right. I don't, if you want to follow what I have to say and what I'm teaching, what I'm doing, and, and I will coach you as long as you walk this path, then you are good. Then that, that is, that is cult of personality. Right. And I've escaped that already once in my life. Right.
1: Right. And it's hard. It's hard because you can find value in stuff that they're saying. Like you know, I, I appreciate, like, what Jocko, Goggins, some of those guys do. Like, I appreciate what they do. I don't personally wake up at 4.30 in the morning right. and go and do these crazy things. And I, But I appreciate what they do. Right. I, I think it's it's a very select few people that have that ability. I know some people that have that ability that can wake up and do those things. I mm-hmm. just, I can't. But I don't think myself less. Right, because I don't. Right, I don't see myself in the mirror as. Don't be a puss. Get your ass up. Go do this bullshit. And I'm like, man, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm, I know that about myself. Yeah, I have a hard time getting in the cold plunge. Hundred percent. Yeah, I will tell you that it's one of the <laughs> greatest things that you should do. I preach it like it's nobody's business. Yeah, I don't personally get in the cold plunge every day. Trip. He gets in there and he stays in there and he's and he's got his music going, jumps in there and he can go in there for five minutes. Yeah. Sometimes he's like, "Dad, come on," and I'm like, "Nope, not right. gonna do it." Yeah. Right. I don't see myself less, but if I pres- prescribe to those or if I if I believed in those ideologies that I'm less of a person, mm-hmm. then I'm going backwards. Right. Do I have a strong personality to go? doesn't really matter to me what you think. Yeah. Sometimes. But what I think about that when I hear those things and when I watch those things is somebody's listening to that guy and they cannot live up to what he's saying. Absolutely. And they see themselves as less. Yes. And so that cult of personality, they cannot get to that point. Yes. But they can't stand strong enough and go I'm t- I'm still okay.
0: No and and, and and I think in, intrinsically that was was my issue, right yeah. When we see this cult of personality acting like this and we, we accept this and we adopt this, we have issues where we go out and we we're not kind to women. we see women as a body count yeah we see we see money as a way of, of proving our worth. and when you see statistics like the, the percentage of men that actually commit suicide yeah. It's like something in the 80, 80% of, of suicides are white males. Right. And that's not, I'm not cool with that. No. And I'm not cool with that because we, 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 they believe they have likely what's led them to that is this belief that they have to be the, this impossible standard. Right. And, and it's not about the impossible standard. It's about the baby steps, the right. incremental process, the showing up for yourself every day. If you've stopped showing up for yourself, you're not in the gym or you're not doing something to move your body. Yeah, I get it. Let's, let's do something. Let's fix that. What are the things that are in your control? I love, um, Jocko has this quote about mind control, right? And it's not about controlling somebody else's mind. It's about what thoughts you can control in your mind. Right. And what are you in control of? What are you capable of? And, and setting some goals and putting yourself on a path, get yourself on a routine you know, I know you, I, I know you don't wake up at 4.30 every in the, mor- <laughs> in the morning, but I do know you have a breath work routine right, every morning. I do. And I know you've got a stretching routine every morning. Yeah. You're not like immediately waking up and, and scrolling Facebook. Right. You're not um, immediately jumping on, you know, Instagram. Yeah. Um, you're not jumping on the porn websites. Right. Right. Which, like,
1: yeah. Gosh, that in itself, like all those little things that, that people get lost in.
0: Exactly. And
1: I think, like I said, I think that, that, the the Watson fit? Yeah. Watson fit. I, 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 re, I watched some of his things, and like I said, I think he has a place. I think they have a place with certain people, with certain individuals. Mm-hmm. But what about the people that cannot, that, that, that do wake up and go, this is my life. yeah This is my life, and I'm going to, I, I log into my social media. Mm-hmm. The next thing I know, I'm looking at OnlyFans. And then I'm down the path of these dopamine hits that are causing me to feel inadequate. Absolutely. Um, Those are
0: the type of people that where where life is happening to them. To them. They haven't figured out they are in charge of making life happen for them. Right. And and I'll be the first to admit I've spent a majority of my life in that spot. Life right. is happening to me. Why is this shit happening to me? Right. Not understanding uh, that, that how much more I was in control of, how much more effort I could be putting in. Right. And, and it does take is sometimes it takes the help of a therapist. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes the help of a coach. Sometimes it takes the help of a friend or a, a mentor or a jujitsu buddy. Um, but you have to be humble enough to ask, right? You have to be humble enough to say, I'm, I'm, re- I'm really struggling with this. I'm really struggling with, with, with Pornhub.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 you have to understand that, like, who you ask for help from. Because, like, what if I ask for help from this, like, aggro-aggressive person that I'm already intimidated by, and I asked him for help, and he's like, well, I don't want to help you. Quit being a bitch. Quit being a bitch. Yeah. 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 Toughen up. Toughen up. Man up. And you're like, I don't know how. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you I don't know how. Right. And you just start pretending, emulating everything that they're doing. And all of your friends and all of the people around you that you're around who know you for who you are are like, that's not really who you are. Yeah. And now they're even more turned off. Yes. And now you put all this effort into being this person who you think you're supposed to be, but you can never attain. You never can get there because mm-hmm. your personality, because you may have some softness. I have a lot of emotion. Mm -hmm. I was raised by a single mom, right? I was both my brother and I were around three girls. We, we are strong men, but we have a lot of emotions. We, in certain things, we could probably be like (laughs) soft, soft. We may have some ideas that we just are not manly in other people's ideas. Right. Yeah. And so if you're in that little environment and you cannot get to this, I'm going to be aggressive, I'm going to be an alpha, I'm going to do this, then what happens? You start pretending, then you're angry at all the people. That was crazy. Yeah, you that was the first really thing like that. that happened. <laughs> 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 that, but you, go, you get angry, and now what happens? You need to release the, all of this aggression, and yep. you don't know how, so you start w- doing some crazy things.
0: right. And I, I, look at the, the, the dating scene and, and how broken it is out there. Like, you, you know, you you, you go break a woman and now she's broken for somebody that is, that is, has done the work. Right. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Or you go break your son and he's then perpetuating the, 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 the cycle of trauma. Right. And, and, and so that's the goal. That's the goal. I think that we are trying to, yeah. to, to challenge men too. like little sips.
1: Yeah. Little sips.
0: You know, there are demons you have to address, Mm -hmm. sit with yourself, learn to interpret the messages that your body and nervous system are, are giving you because that's what they are. Don't anesthetize them. Don't, don't numb them through the, the various amount of drugs, whether it's a drug drug or it's a synthetic drug like video games or social media. Right. Right. Uh, do the work to, make those tiny steps day right. by day. I, I I've been going to Al-Anon just because I find <laughs> I, love it, I love so I find so much value in the 12 step program that mm-hmm. I just wanted to learn more about it. Like, and, um, you know, Al-Anon is for friends and relatives of alcoholics. And while I, I, I don't have a direct tie to those, uh, those groups you could put in any addiction, right? Because addiction, it, it comes in many forms these days, we can be addicted to food. We can be addicted to a lot of things, but the, the principles of Al-Anon are so simple. Mm-hmm. There's all of these little mantras and, and statements that they give you day by day, you know, yeah. let like go and let God, right? right? Like, and it's, it's these little things that, that we use to reinforce ourselves when we don't have our, our jiu jitsu partner, right. when we don't have our, our therapist on speed dial, uh, these little things that we can, um, we can rely on And it is, it's just baby steps. It is really just baby steps to get us to, to that thing. And there's no, there's no finish line I'll never be, you know, complete. I will always be a work in progress. Yeah,
1: for sure. But I will
0: always be in connection. And I believe the highest currency you can have as a male is your own self-awareness.
1: Right. For sure. Yeah, it it really is. It really is accountability. Yeah. Like knowing when you're doing something wrong. Mm Mm-hmm you know when you're doing something that doesn't feel correct. Right. When it doesn't feel like it's your path, when it doesn't feel like it's your your, your purpose. And we talked about like this, and we're going to cover this in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a new, in another episode, yeah. of whenever a man is doing his purpose, whenever he's doing his purpose, he knows. He feels great about himself. He yeah. feels so confident. He doesn't have to act. He doesn't have to pretend. He is fully... inside of himself, fully aware of himself and he's doing his purpose. Yeah. And I've heard that from other men, other people that I subscribe to. Um and part of that also is is continuing to ask questions that will gain you further ground in the next step. Right. Right. When we go back to um jujitsu, if you start as a white belt, then you're like, okay, what's the next progression? Yeah. What's the next progression in that move? What's the next progression? And that is such a cool way to to look at things and always knowing that if you if you fail, just go back to square one. yeah, just to start back at the beginning, right? And life is over.
0: and there's no shame in it. Yeah, right. And I have been um, and I, and I speak from experience because my mess is my message, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I will I, I should give credit where credit that that credit is due. So the same coach that said, um, you know, the world needs, needs, uh, less compassion. He also said, your mess is your message. And, right. and I'm, I'm here, I'm here. I'm, I'm, be- I'm belief of that, right? Like uh, I, if, if you want to live via negativa, you can look at the way I've lived in certain aspects and you're more than welcome to pull from these examples. I'll give them to you for free. Sure. Um, uh, because it is my self-awareness that has set me free from them. Um, and I'm not trying to be, or die on my sword here or, or, or say that I'm perfect, but, um, I I am a work in progress. I'm a work in progress every day, but we, we have to be kind to ourselves. We have to be compassionate with ourselves.
1: We do. Yeah. We have to be compassionate with other men. I believe that a hundred percent. I believe that you need to be very gentle sometimes with other men because you do not know their story. And men sometimes have only two switches off and on. And if
0: you're on that path, If you're on that path to self-progression, to conquering your demons, to, to mastering Mm -hmm. yourself, then you don't need to, you don't need to chest bump. Mm -hmm. You don't need to posture. You don't need to do those things. Right. You focus completely on your own personal progress. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. And we're not saying one thing I want to make very clear, like, I'm not saying that, because of where I'm at in my life and because I'm not as, I'm not where I want to be at the end mm-hmm. that you shouldn't subscribe to me. I'm, what I'm saying is, is we can do this together Absolutely. and I'm going to be sometimes a pillow and sometimes I'm going to be a hand, Yep. right? Sometimes I'm going to be soft landing and other times I'm going to smack you in and go be like, mm, right. we got to get going, man. Right. Right. And that's part of what we want to do with, Every one of our friends, everyone in our community, everyone in our academy, sometimes right. you have to be like, hey, man, this is the way we do things. Right. And then other times it's, you can't be aggressive really? because that person may quit. And the ultimate quit is, like I said, I've had two friends that that committed suicide. That's yeah. the ultimate quit. It's the ultimate quit because I look at it and I go, why? Yeah my memories are now why, like yeah. why, what, what happened? Right. Right. And I'm not saying that that's the way should it should have unfolded. I'm just saying that I don't know why. Right. I don't know why.
0: And, and, and that, you know, you'll never, you'll never know. You'll never know. Um, you know, and, and it, it comes back to, you know, these type of coaches, this cult of personality, they tell you what to do. And we talked about this on a previous episode where when you tell somebody what to do, it's encoded in, you know, our lowest form of mental functioning. And it's not effective. It's not an effective way to coach to tell somebody what to do. You shouldn't do it with your children, right? right? There's, there are some ways of setting boundaries, right? But boundaries are bridges that help us build trust. And we do, that's how we should treat our children, right? We build a boundary for them. Um, you know, we may need to dictate to them. We may need to parent them, and that and that's okay to occasionally step in and say you need to do this. But then you also need to be able to be compassionate in the way that you. Tell him to do that, so he understands, and it's not encoded in that 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 fear. Mm-hmm. Because if it's encoded in fear, that's that lesson is never learned. You'll mm-hmm. end up just having to tell him again. Have you ever find yourself, man? i told him to do it a thousand times <laughs> to do it, right? Yeah. Well, that's why. Yeah. You're not teaching the message in, a, in an effective manner. That's, right. that's, that's 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 being learned in long-term memory.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the roundabout. Like I said, we we're at the end of the day. I'm not purposely calling people out. I'm just saying there's other ways to do things. There is other ways. And I am I can be a very soft pillow. Yeah. And I can be a very strong hand. Right. And what I noticed, wrapping this back around to the little sips and save your grips. Yeah. Master Sour and we had um, all these other black belts standing in front of us. And there was some assume, uh, some, there was some people that you're like, look at that guy. And you're like, that dude's tough. Yeah. And then you look down the line and you're like, man, each of those guys are tough in their own way. Right. And you could go to any of them, ask them a question, and they'll show you. Right. They're not going to aggressively tune you out, turn you off, get you away from them. They're going to show you, they're going to teach you, and they're going to tell you, the smallest, littlest details of how to find that position. Yeah. And that's the kind of person that I want to subscribe to. Yeah. That's the kind of person that I want to be.
0: Yeah. Little, little sips is for me, take those tiny steps to address those demons. Yeah. The, the savior grips don't grip on to any thought or idea too hard. Right. Be a white belt and be willing to change your mind if you're wrong. Right. Be self-aware.
1: Be self aware, and those people, like I said, those people have their place. And if you subscribe to them and you feel like what Tyler and I are saying is wrong, we we want to hear your input. We want to hear where where you're coming from on that. And I will give you space to listen. I will give I will listen to you. I will I will hold space with you. I'll hold court with you. And if we need to escalate it onto the mat, yeah, like I'm 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 not. Professor said, uh, or Master Sauer said, um, if the attack is on and the submission is about to happen, why are you not going to smile and laugh, and then hopefully that person shows you that technique? He's like, if if you're the man that's the person that's mad and. Pissed that that guy tapped you. Nobody's going to want to show you anything. They're just going to keep tapping you. Right. Because they enjoy that. Yes. You know. Right. And I thought that was, I, that was so funny to me because I was like, oh, so true. Whenever the academy is buzzing and we talked about the honeycomb, bzz, everybody is smiling. Everybody's laughing. Everybody's having a good time. But there is some serious intention going on yeah. in those roles. Absolutely. And people are trying to tap each other and they are, it's a martial art. Yeah. And you're trying to survive. And I thought that is such a good way to look at it. And that's a good way to look at life. Right. Just
0: anacondas slowly moving (laughs) into positions, working their magic. And yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man, what a fabulous episode, Danny. It was Uh, fun. This is, uh, thank you. Thank you for holding space. And thank you for letting me uh, send you this text and and, and working through it and mentally just being able to wrap my head around the the world needs less compassion because I don't believe it. Um and if that's what you subscribe to, uh we're we're more than happy to to go some rounds in, in Park City jiu jujitsu. Yeah. We're there every Sunday. Hey, do you want to mention the fundraiser that we're doing?
1: Yeah. Okay, so um we are working with Utah 1033 Foundation. This foundation is for fallen officers families. They the foundation takes the money and they 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 make they'll support the family of fallen officers from the initial go from, from when it happens to, I think they even help with scholarships, therapy, cool, helping out with that. So on June 10th in, uh, at, uh, our, our Lehigh location, June 10th, 6 PM, we're going to have an open mat. That'll be a couple hours. Um, it's, it's $10 to do the open mat and all of this proceeds go to, the foundation we're going to give this whole entire proceeds to the foundation. We're going to have food trucks, bands, open mat. Um, we are looking for raffle items. We're looking for sponsorship. If you or your company want to donate raffle items, sponsorship, um, you can contact me at uh, compassionate underscore gentleman on uh, Instagram. And, uh, we're going to try to make this event really fun. Um, I know some people, um, that have benefited from this, this, this little foundation. And it really is a good thing. We want to, um, help, um, with these fallen officers, families, if it happens, we, we love our police officers. We love the police officers on our Academy and, and we're grateful for what they do and what they put down the line.
0: And it's a community. I know that, um, I know the police are constantly under fire, right? Like right. they have a very difficult job. They meet with all kinds of different people in various different situations, uh, they're called to be not only to you know, protect us physically, but oftentimes they're, th- they're thrust into situations where there's something more, um, you know, where a therapist or counseling or, or medication may even be, be needed. And, and, and so, you know, it's very important that we support our communities, right? Mm-hmm. And, and supporting our police, whether it's becoming active in a charity like this, or, or getting out there and just understanding who the officers and, and police officers are in your community or, or, being aware of, of in your neighborhood, who who's aware we so often live in our own bubble. Yep. Um, get out of your bubble. Let's wrap up today, Danny. Uh, one more I want to make one oh, more, sure. Sure.
1: one more, um, to one of our listeners. She knows who she is. Um, we're here with you. Um, I know you got the news. I know that, that, that this is not exactly what you were looking forward in your journey, but, we're here for you. We, we know you, we love you and, uh, we're pulling for you. I'm sure that everything is going to turn out the way that it's supposed to. And we're giving you a big hug right now. We love you very much. She knows who she is. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And, uh, so, um, Tyler, where can we find you?
0: Yeah. Uh, lost boy scouts.com lost boy scouts on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and or Twitter. Um, always reach out, man. We love hearing from our fans. We're getting constant feedback, more and more downloads. This yep. uh, this little engine is gaining steam, yep. uh, and we we we're just gonna keep chugging away. So for sure, please reach out and yeah. Same for you, Danny. How do we get a hold of you? Give us one more time. Uh,
1: again, compassionate underscore gentleman on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, like we said, this topic. If you feel um, like you want to discuss it more, you want to like come and pick our brain a little bit more or give your side of how you feel about things uh park city jiu-jitsu you know where we're at we train in park city we have an academy in lehigh sunday open mats at 11 uh, a.m and uh we're we're here for you we're, we, we'd, we'd like to hear from you i appreciate it yeah little cheers sips. little sips
0: Save your grips. <laughs>